Hello, everyone, and welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and you're listening to Job Search Guide, a show where we speak with recruiters, hiring managers, and job search experts on the topic of finding employment. Today, we're talking specifically about the subject of bouncing back after you're fired. Now, being fired can be a devastating event for some people, especially for those who are eager to jump back into the workforce. So to learn more about how a fired individual can respond to the question, why did you leave your last job in a job interview, we're speaking today with Jenny Foss. Jenny is a career strategist, a recruiter, and the voice behind the career blog, JobJenny.com. Thanks so much for joining me today, Jenny. Oh, thank you. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, we're glad to have you. And so before we get into this specific subject, do you want to tell me briefly about your background and experience working with job seekers? Sure. Well, for 10 years, we've been recruiting. So I have run a recruiting agency for several years. And then for the past four, our primary focus has been on job search strategy and career consulting through our second business, which is JobJenny.com. And so we work with a variety of job seekers, people who are actively job seeking, as well as those who are preparing for a career transition or just thinking about it, and help them put together their game plans and certainly the the marketing materials that they plan to use as part of that search. And one of the career transitions, the one that we're specifically talking about today, is individuals who have been fired and they're ready and willing to get back into the workforce. And I know uh, you've mentioned in a previous conversation that in your line of work, coming across individuals who have been fired is definitely not commonplace, but it is a topic that, you know, some of our listeners do have questions about. Of course. So the, the ones that you have worked with, the individuals who have been fired, What are some of the reasons behind these firings that you have seen over the years? Well, people get fired for a variety of reasons. Important always to consider that most employment relationships are are what's called at-will relationships, meaning there's not an employment contract. So your employer can let you go really for virtually any reason. And likewise, you as an employee, if you decide to leave, you don't have to go to any great lengths to bow out of of the agreement because it's at will. But common buckets, if you will, for, for why people get let go include complacency, maybe an ethical compromise, a violation of the company's policy, whether it's a fair policy or not. Every now and then you come across someone who has been accused of harassment in some regard. But also a big one is complacency. If an employer thinks you're just simply not pulling your weight in the role that you've been assigned to fulfill, that's where you sometimes see people being transitioned out, if you will, over time. And so regardless of maybe the reason behind the firing, what would you say as a word of advice for someone who wants to leave their company gracefully after being fired? That's a very important thing to do. No matter how hurt or upset or feeling wronged that you are, it's really an important time to keep your wits about you and leave gracefully. And and by that, I mean, don't go out in a blaze of glory. Certainly don't send flaming emails out that could be used against you should you decide down the road that, yes, I, I was improperly terminated and I'd like to pursue some legal recourse on this. 
say your goodbyes, pack up your things, leave gracefully, and then if there are any things that you need to do to investigate or, or resolve what's happened, do that. I would also always recommend that the person leaving obtain a copy of their personnel file before they leave, which you are entitled to access to, and uh, so that you can see exactly what the HR department has on file about you when you leave. Likewise, you don't want to go out on a blaze of glory, but you, don't also, you also don't want to go out leaving emails to your bosses saying, thank you, it's been such a great working experience, because if, again, you decide you've been wronged, mm -hmm. any paper trail that you have left behind can and will be used as part of, of the legal case. So you, you always should keep that in mind. And any which way, if there's not going to be any legal um, pursuit, you never know when you're going to next run into that, those people that you've worked with professionally, and you want to leave on a, on a very high road note. And so the next step then after leaving your job would be searching for new jobs. And Correct. coming into the interview process, there is the chance that um, a recruiter or the person who's doing the interview may ask you, why did you leave your last position? So right. what would you say would be the best way for an individual to answer this question? The very best thing to do before you even start interviewing is make sure that you've come to terms emotionally with whatever went down at your last employer. Because if you start interviewing and you're still very fired up, it can be very hard to answer that question. So assuming that you have calmed down and are prepared to move forward, what you want to do is think about in advance exactly how you'll answer that question. And then when it is asked, you want to, without hesitating, be able to explain succinctly what happened. What I have seen as a recruiter that tends to happen is people over-explain the whole deal of what went on. And when you do that, you can actually look like you're trying to cover up something. I think it's much better to be genuine, honest, and succinct in the answer. Maybe just say, unfortunately, I was let go and explain very briefly the terms of it, and then move on in the conversation. We have to realize that everybody that we're talking to is human, and most everybody at some point in your professional lives, you might not get fired, but you're going to make a goof. Mm -hmm. and, and the hope is that the person with whom you're interviewing will understand that if you're taking responsibility and speaking confidently about what happened, that's a forgivable issue. Okay. I guess it also depends on the issue. Yeah. <laughs> there are some real doozies that, quite frankly, it's, it's going to become difficult to explain in a conversation. Yeah. Then you have to rethink the, the, you know, your decisions as a human, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like uh, preparation and kind of making sure you're ready is a big part of even before you answer the question. Absolutely. Making sure you're ready. And being prepared to discuss what you've learned rather than just say, okay, here's what happened. It's always great if you can say, after that happened, I spent some time really thinking about it and here's what I learned and here's what I carry forward. And so we always like to give our listeners practical examples. Would you be able to give us an example of a good response, something specifically that you could say in response to this question? Sure. Here's one. Say the reason that you got fired was because you botched some big client account and you were terminated. You could say, after we lost that huge client account, in no small part 
because of my error. I spent a lot of time reflecting on the customer experience and how I was going to ensure that we always keep the customer top of mind through everything that we do. And I think that going forward, this is going to be a tremendous asset, not only for me professionally, but for the next employer that I serve. That's a great example for our listeners. And I know you kind of touched on this a little bit about um, an example of a bad response would be over-explaining or looking like you're trying to cover something up. Could you give us really quickly an example of a bad response to this question? Well, a bad response would be you get defensive about it or you point to someone else or some other circumstance that, that you feel was responsible. So for instance, in that same thing, if you said, after we lost that huge account, I knew in my heart that it was because of my supervisor's poor decisions. But what happened is that I got thrown under the bus. And in the, in the fallout of that, several of us you know, ended up being terminated. What I don't like is that because of my supervisor's decisions, we all had to take the fall and on and on and on. So you're not only blaming someone else, you're rattling on forever about it and demonstrating that you are sour grapes about what went on. Right. And so that kind of leads into the next question I had, which was, even if someone strongly does believe that they were wrongfully fired, is it ever going to be appropriate to mention this during an interview? I think that no matter how bad the fallout was and and how mad you may still be about what happened or the person that you think is responsible, I don't think there's a lot to be gained in showcasing that. I think it is far better to communicate what you did gain from that experience and what you take away from it than belabor the fact that you worked for a jerk, for instance. I just don't think that anybody appreciates people who are complainers. And so I would always try to reframe it in a way that is succinct about what happened and showcases what you gained from the experience. And one of the things we hear pretty often from the different guests that we interview on the show is that you should always try to direct the focus back to the positive things, to the skills and the talents that you're going to bring to this new company. So what's a, a way you can do that transitioning from answering the question about how you were let go to going into your skills and qualifications and how you could really benefit this new company? I would always try to commandeer, if, if you will, maybe the, the end part of the interview and take the opportunity to recap the top things that you feel like you can deliver to that organization in that role. So you want to make it clear that you can walk through their doors and add immediate value in this way, that way, and the other way. So you leave them thinking about what they have to gain by hiring you much more so than worrying about the liability of hiring you. And on a a related topic, I know some of our listeners maybe who have been fired in the past or maybe are going through this right now are wondering, is it ever appropriate to use your former coworkers or your colleagues as professional references when you're moving forward with your job applications? I think so long as you have had conversation with them and have a solid understanding of how they would respond if called for a reference, 
you don't want to just list someone that you're not sure how they would reply to certain questions when they got called. Absolutely not. There are so many circumstances through which people can be terminated. So I think by applying a hard and fast rule to that, you would be, it would be short-sighted and, and you could miss out on an opportunity to have a, a very good reference from someone on the inside. And you've given us a lot of insightful and helpful things that people can kind of use as they're going through this process of dealing with the devastation of being fired and maybe moving forward into new job applications and new opportunities. And we are actually running a little short on time, but I was wondering if you could give us one final message or piece of advice to listeners who maybe are dealing with this right now. What would be the most important thing you would want them to remember as they're going through the process of being fired and then looking for new jobs? I think the biggest piece of advice is to A, not beat yourself up too badly. B, come to terms with it emotionally. You are not the first person who ever got fired. You're certainly not going to be the last. And figure out how you can best move forward rather than belabor the fact that this happened. The past is in the past, and you need to figure out how to move forward. And the best way to do that is take a few deep breaths, come to terms, and then start strategizing on your future. And with that, we will conclude today's show. You've been listening to Job Search Guide with our guest, Jenny Foss. Jenny, thank you so much for joining us today. And I know you've had an exciting development with your company very recently. Would you like to tell us quickly about that? Sure. Yes, it's a big day for us. We just launched our all-new website over on jobjenny.com. So for those listening that are interested in career strategies, job search guidance, or resume cover letter support, we would love to have you over there. It's also a blog, so please feel free to come and go as you will for tips and strategies and motivation. And of course, if you, the listeners, have any comments or questions regarding any of our podcasts here on LJN Radio, just email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us under at the LJN on Twitter. Once again, I'm Jenna Konar, and good luck with your job search. <laughs>